Welcome back to Burgers and Brats. I'm your host, Braxton Poe. We've been gone for a month. Had some great bowl games to catch up on. Hopefully everyone had a great happy holidays. I'm here with co-host Matt Marks. And then we got some guests, Caleb Boydston and Jacob Clements. How are you guys doing today? You guys excited to be here? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Good, good, good. I felt better. <laughs> Alright, so we got a lot to talk about. We're going to start with what's cooking on the grill. Big story of the day. Dwayne Haskins declares for the draft. And then we got some coaching changes. Cliff Kingsbury might become an NFL head coach. That's surprising. And then just talk about Kyler Murray, what he can do for the future, if it's NFL or MLB. So we'll kick it over to Matt Marks, our college specialist. Uh, yeah, so you mentioned that Dwayne Haskins is going to go to the NFL. And so now that opens up, as we saw this past weekend, Justin Fields is coming from Georgia over to take over that spot at Ohio State, so they're in pretty good hands. Um, Cliff Kingsbury reported this morning uh, by Fox Sports that you know he is now actually being allowed to talk. Uh, USC was blocking him from talking to some NFL uh, coaching uh, teams for coaching opportunities, so good to see him been talking to uh, the Jets um, and Adam Scheffner saying possibly the Cardinals, so opportunities for him. Uh, guys, what do you think about Cliff? Now, i got to mention this first. He jumped so quickly to USC to be their OC. I don't think that was a good move. What are your, your I'll tell thoughts you, Matt, on this you know, situation? This reminds, me of, this reminds me when I was in eighth grade. The prettiest girl in my class had just broken up with her boyfriend. Actually, he dumped her. It was a dumpster fire. So I hopped on that. I asked her out. Turns out she was a lunatic, Matt. And this is what the case is with USC. USC is going downhill. It is... An absolute flabbergastation. It's been going downhill, though. It's just I not know. getting any better. And now, before, the girl wouldn't let you break up with her. Case with USC and the NFL. NFL greener pastures. There's much more better girls out there. May not be as pretty as USC. Much greater personalities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways. Because yeah, he threatened to resign, too. So they would threatened to talk. break up. So now, um, sources say he's having to pay to get out of there. Just like I had to pay to get out of my relationship. That's a, that's a weird analogy, but I, I think it works. Very weird, yeah. but oddly somehow I know what you were saying. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> We've all been there. Have we not? I don't. What do you got, Jacob? You think? What do you think of this move? You know, I think I think Cliff acted a little bit rash. I think we went to USC a little bit too early. USC, I mean, and the Pac-12 in general. I mean, it's basically it's just Washington's game at this point. So I think that was not a wise move for him to go there. I don't know. Oregon's like, coming up. It's Oregon's. Uh, Oregon will be good. Yeah, but uh, I was gonna say, like, I really think that. You know, especially with teams that have been struggling, that have struggled all season, like the Cardinals and the Jets, like, Kingsbury can come in and make a real difference, because the NFL is going more his style game, yeah, the air raids. It's so. surprising, because Sean McVay is doing all that in the Rams, like, you thought an NFL team would immediately call Cliff Kingsbury, but I don't I don't know, understand why he jumped ship so soon, because we th- knew he would get interviewed for an NFL job. I think it's a spotty record at Texas Tech, honestly, that's kind of keeping him back, especially... Because he was going to be fired mm-hmm. after this year. They yeah. didn't go to a bowl game. Yeah, and so like I think like part of it is just like his very spotty record. I mean, he basically batted close to 500 at Tech. Um, and I think like he just really didn't do that good there. He had um, the great quarterback, Pat Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Nothing. They did nothing with him. Yeah, I mean, they essentially wasted Mahomes. Well, they did stuff with him. They averaged 800 passes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, offensively, they were good. They, he didn't focus They didn't have on winning defense. seasons. They didn't have defense. They're just a lesser they did not have They were a great value. But certainly, like, in an offensive coordinator role, I think Cliff Kingsbury could do an excellent job in the NFL, but 
Um, I think for teams like the Cardinals and the Jets, like I said, they're incredibly desperate, and I think they're looking for some for a new voice in the room. He, and so I think that's where Cliff Kingsbury he would do can a, succeed. He would do a good job at the Jets because you've got Sam yeah. Darnold, and you've got the pieces yeah. there. More pieces more than you the have in the, in, in, the defensive end is where he struggles, and he'll have a good defense coordinator in the NFL. He'll have help. Texas Tech. There's no offense. Nothing but. Well, Texas I mean, Tech. if Cliff Kingsbury does go to the Jets, he could always hire Greg Schiano, who did get fired at Ohio State. True. So that could solve the defensive coordinator issues. And hey, I do agree with Matt. I like think the Jets, Jets have better pieces. A bunch of failures, to be honest. Well, you know, speaking of Schiano, he's out, like you mentioned. He got fired, and uh, head coach, new head coach Ryan Day is cleaning. Uh, Cleaning that out at the defense out after they lost Alex Grinch, hired by OU this past weekend, uh, which I great personally believe, yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. hire by the Sooners. Can't get much um, worse though, can it? Yeah. Well, yeah, the Sooners defense has been pretty. I mean, bottom of power five yeah. in defense, and then also like with Alex Grinch being the highest paid assistant in OU history, it, sure. I think they said it was between one point three million and one and a half million. Yeah. Like Shows he should ex- he should really be expected are. to produce results, and I think with our new recruiting efforts. Um, especially, you know, with our four or five star defensive players like Cradell, I think that we are really going to have a strong foundation for defense next See, year. See, Caleb, they OU is desperate for defense, but he's definitely worth the money they're going to pay him. He is. He's well, definitely worth it. Yeah, hopefully he's worth it. Hopefully, Alex Grinch will be Link- what Lincoln Riley was to the Sooners a couple of years he, ago. He took 132nd yeah. defense to 15th in a year. Yeah. yeah. In the I mean, Pac-12. He, if he's a defensive guru... And this is a home run hire. Then the Sooners should have, with all the talent they have, this could be the perfect scenario and, for any team. And this team should win multiple national championships if everything comes. And together. it's not like he was in the Big East doing this defense. Yeah. It was in the Pac-12, which yeah, is similar to the Big Twelve. Pac-12 was a second ago. It should be yeah, noted but as that well, was, though. That's now. This is that's why I'm backing up my comment they were on the back Pac-12. A couple years ago. This is why I'm backing up my comment on the Pac-12. Washington didn't they score zero points? They still made it, and they had Oregon. So this is why I'm backing on my comment on the Pac-12 being bad, is because um, on defense, when Alex Grinch was at Washington State, their blue-chip player ratio is like 4.92 or something like that. Here at Oklahoma, it's in the 60s. (laughs) And so I think with all that talent... And he was able to go from outside the top 100 to number 15, like Braxton Those said. Those are just numbers. The I numbers think, I care about are wins. Yeah, but against the Pac-12, in Mike Leach's offense, yep. I think especially like, I think Alex Grinch is a home run hire. I think he will be a defensive groove for the Sooners, and I think that I thought Mike Sousa was a home run hire eight years ago, and look what that got me now. And yeah, the, I'm depressed. I mean, he was great. Very he won depressed. us a national championship, but mm-hmm. then. And then he Mike Stoops up. And then Grinch average their defense averaged what three turnovers a game or something like that. Oh. He's going to come in aggressive, and yeah. that's what the Sooners have to be. They have to be aggressive. He needs to mm-hmm. clean house on the defensive side, and we'll there see if any more changes Tim are Kish happening. Re- uh, retired. Well, Tim Kish retired. That's right. You wonder if, if uh, some of the other coaches, uh, you know, what that will be like. Uh, you know, if we find out. So speaking of OU, what should Kyler Murray do? Should he go play baseball? Go to the NFL? Ball is hard, bro. Get the money. Follow the money. Follow the heart. Get the money and, and go play for the A's. Any movie tells you following the money just leads to disaster and heartbreak. The only thing that's forever on this world is your heart. Well, if you want to have disaster and heartbreak, you play for the A's. If you want a couple but, hundred million, yeah. go play baseball. But I mean, he's got a, he will make an impact mm-hmm. in the A's, and if he's smart, if he you want to play baseball. Support. And like also with the A's as well, baseball is uh, looking at it from more of a technical perspective. Baseball is such a more low maintenance sport and low more impact. I don't know. And so Kyler Murray could easily have a career with how athletic that he is. Go play uh, the NFL for 20, 25 years, and yeah. with 
you know, in baseball, and I think that you would be able to get that in baseball because or in football because I'm five nine, and admittedly I have nowhere near the talent of Kyler Murray, but at the same time. I mean, me against, you know, some of these, uh, you know, defensive linemen that are, you know, 6'3", 6'4", I mean, as a 5'9 guy, you know, when they when you got, you know, half a foot on you, like, that scares you a little bit. Well, someone can say you can make that game from now, he goes to the NFL. If he wants to be forgotten by everybody but Oklahoma fans, he goes to the MLB. If you make if you make the comparison of him, you know, you know, size-wise, Baker Mayfield wasn't that tall. And look what he's doing as a quarterback for the Browns. Now, of he's course, also got some swag. Yeah, Baker he's, also he is six he's three. He does, and I think Kyler six foot Kyler could be fine in the NFL. I'm six foot two. But when I, it comes to my nose, maybe. You go and play baseball because you're making yeah. five mil, mm-hmm. and let me tell you Baseball's this: you don't get contract, hit. If yeah. he, he plays he, well for the he A's, he'll get paid by someone else because the A's let everyone right else go. The A's let everyone else go. So you want to you want to go get hit by three hundred pound men or a ninety mile per hour fastball once every like five hundred at bats? Yeah, I mean, and especially like with the situation the A's are in, I think that you know over the years, like I think what they'll do. Um, with their situation, because they, I mean, they got the wild card spot in last year's playoffs, and I think with that, you know, Kyler Murray maybe like a year in the minors, and then after that, I think he could be on the A's, and maybe after that, go to a team that's, or you, you know, a little bit higher up, like you know, you like your Boston or Houston, you know, or maybe even a team that's more struggling, like the Rangers or something. Yeah, like go that. play baseball for ten or like twenty years instead of five years in the NFL and get CTE. Huh? Mm-hmm. Live to be sixty. Quarterbacks are not there for five years. Quarterbacks. If you're not good, you're there for a year. Yeah. The NFL if you don't turn out. The NFL is a more cutthroat game because there are simply less spots. Years, baseball, you can always get farmed out to the minors. And, I mean, you can exactly. still make a reasonable living. And so I think Kyler strategically yeah. should go play go baseball. The, go get the easy money. Or go play football, and if that doesn't work out, go play baseball after that. Because I mean, it's easier to play Tim baseball and then go. It's easier Tim to Tebow start with baseball. Tim Tebow has no idea the talent that Kyler Murray has. He wasn't drafted. He just walked on. He's not talented, but at the same time, I mean, he's been in the minors for the past couple of years. See, just and he just got up to the AAA. See, if Tebow can do that, then Kyler Murray can go make the majors in the first league, first yeah. year. Okay, I'm going to throw out another scenario. What if Kyler Murray does what you know, Russell Wilson has kind of done and played both sports. I mean, it, Russell Wilson at one time was when the Rangers minor, they brought him in. I mean, they had his rights and he came to spring training and, you know, played like one game or something, you know, came to practice. And I think the Yankees might own his rights now. I'm not 100% sure about that. But, but you can be a dual sport. I mean, could Kyler Murray try to play football, but also play for the A's? It's, I think it's too much work. Too much work as a quarterback to do that. Yeah. Three year, figure it all out and Worry about it next He's year. not coming back to you. That would be the worst. Yeah. So why, that's not the happening. The rumor's been out there. Why hasn't he denied it yet? It's a rumor. It's a rumor. Why hasn't he denied it yet? It's a rumor. He's been paid he like probably, five million guaranteed to come to the A's in spring. He probably training. hasn't even seen it on social media, or if he has, he just ignores it because he's like, why would I even? I could it? throw out that rumor and everyone would believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, a big name, a big mm-hmm. rumor. All he's that. going to MLB. I would not be shocked if he changes his mind and goes tries to go to the NFL. But right now, his course is set. He's signed. He's going to go play baseball and get ready. Spring get training is easy coming. Money. So here you go. Yeah, I mean, like, and looking at it from another technical perspective, like you see many more career-ending industries. What is in- injuries in the NFL? I don't care what the and, right answer is. What does your, your gut tell you he's going to do right now? What baseball. Is your gut he's going to play baseball. It's a smart I think he's financial move. Play baseball. My gut tells me OU. My brain tells me baseball. My gut tells me he's coming back to college. What'd you eat then? Gut is wrong. I'm sorry, man. What are you smoking? Hey. We'll play this back in a week or two whenever he has to declare. One week from today, we'll find out. 
I mean, sure, like, he can inquire to the NFL about, you know, like, where he would land on draft stock. And, I mean, sure, I think he would be a first-rounder, but at the same time, like, you would have to pay that money back to the A's. You would have to... If he comes back next year, it's as close to guaranteeing national championships you're getting. But But you said the defense wasn't good. We have a new defense to record. You said he wasn't good. What about this year for the Sooners? What about last year for the Sooners? The one thing is, and I understand, their defense, we said it, their defense is so bad. But right now, what Oklahoma has shown, and I hate to say it, I love the Sooners, but they are Choklahoma when it comes to the college football playoff. They have not lived up every time they play a game. And I know it's they the defense. They lived up last year. It's always but they defense. lost. It's they always blew it. defense. I mean, at the same time, Our though, last year. Up every game except for the first year, and that's before Lincoln Riley's time. Well, they had a 31-17 lead going into the halftime and blew it on offense. Exactly. Yeah, here's the thing, offense blew that still game. still 48 points. Offense still Look, blew that I game. Know their defense, I know their defense, their defense should improve next year, and I think it is a perfect scenario, and I think next year can be. If Kyler came back, he would have the perfect well, team. Well, we but have, it's yeah. over. We have a He's, moving on. He's Here, moving on. It takes one play in the NFL to end your career forever. He can't walk. Go yeah. well, get your you money in MLB. It could happen one time, but I know what you're Pull your hamstring in a running at first base. Yeah. But go get go there to the NFL. More deaths MLB. from baseball than happened from football. Also, also I do. Football. There have been more deaths in baseball than football. Look it up. Look from up what? Stats. I also do believe, well, baseball has been Base- around longer than football and did not have as many safety regulations. <laughs> as well, as well, I, I have the personal opinion that the trainers in baseball are better. Than they could be in the yeah. NFL because in baseball, there's no injuries in baseball besides every tweaked ACL or hamstring. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Tommy okay. John. Let's say, come, yeah. on, come on. Okay, I really okay. think the trainers besides in baseball pitchers. are better because the trainers in baseball have a wider variety of situations, and especially thumbs? like with quarterbacks. Broken hands. Minor injuries. Minor injuries. Mm-hmm. Any. All right, all right. Move, While move, you look at those stats, let's move <laughs> up. Moving to on to the NFL, we had a big week of NFL action. I don't think it was that big. You don't think it was that big? Honestly, Colts it was so Houston. boring. No, I'm just kidding. How was, about was, them Cowboys? Dak Prescott them finally Cowboys. won a playoff game. Jason Garrett, just he's keeping his job. Happy Cowboy fans For the everywhere. next decade. <laughs> I mean, first Cowboys-Seahawks game, uh, playoff game since 06, too. Yep. That's a huge thing, Char- too. Chargers down the Ravens. Nick Foles does it again. Another Super Bowl for Nick Foles. Nick Foles should be the starting quarterback for the for Another the Super Bowl for Nick Foles. Another one? I think it can happen. That's a hot take. And then That's a hot, hot take. Cody Barkley. What are you doing? Doinking the ball off the crossbar twice? Yeah. It was tip. I know. That's it was tip. He made he made the first one. And hey. Doug Peterson called the hey, timeout. You cannot blame Chicago fans, you cannot blame Cody for this. He made sixty percent of your points yesterday. Yeah. Sixty percent. He's not to blame for that. Cody no. is an amazing kicker, and I think occasionally just bad luck happens. The Bears, so I think that's what happened. The Bears' there. defense down in that last drive for the Eagles yep. was awful. So much for yeah. the Bears' defense. So I mean, the Bears like it's a team game. I mean, historically known for great defense, like they just but the kicker they does choked. have one job. He does have. He, he does got have tipped. One job. If he kicks it high enough, it doesn't. His get offense tipped. launched a block. If he kicks it high enough, it doesn't get tipped. I mean, at the same time, though, it's it's like it's at, at a certain point, like you do have to, you know, I mean, and this is admittedly me coming from an engineering major perspective, you do actually have to, there's a lot of math into going on in on it a kick, and so a lot of things can go wrong on it. And so, I mean, I think he really just got the bad end of it when it got tipped. O-line and I mean, doesn't block. O-line yeah. doesn't block. O-line doesn't block, but I mean, I think he just got the bad end of it when it got tipped, and I think that's all that it is, because before that, it was a good kick. Yeah. So Nick Foles is now 4-0 in his last four playoff games, including a Super Bowl victory. They should bench Carson Wentz. Nick Foles is clearly a superior yep. quarterback, uh, 
And I think Carson Wentz, while he is a good quarterback, I think right now he still has more to learn. Hey, Nick Foles should uh, maybe go play for the Dolphins, the Broncos, Ooh, Broncos. the Vikings. The Cardinals. He should actually go and, uh, you know, play for a team that can use him. I mean, the Eagles have Carson Wentz, and they're not going to move on from Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. So Foles needs to go somewhere where he can play all the time. He has earned it. He has earned it. Here's how the two quarterbacks played last night. 266 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions for Nick Foles. And Bears couldn't capitalize on it with um, touchdowns. And then Trubisky, 303 yards, one touchdown. So looking at that, you're like, how did the Bears not score off Foles' interceptions? I think... I think part of it is is because of the way that the Bears play. I think the Bears, and I mean, we even saw this in the fantasy season, which is why you avoided Chicago wide receivers like the plague. Whenever they pass, <laughs> they spread it out. Yeah. And so, like, no, they don't have one single target. Now, I mean, like, Cohen is great with running the ball. And, you know, I think that that was Chicago's, like, kind of go-to guy um, between, you know, like, running back tight end wide receiver. Um, but, like, the reason that Nick Foles gets those numbers is because he spreads it out. And I think when you spread yeah. it out, you don't get consistent big plays. And here's another interesting um, fact from last night. The Bears have two great running backs in Howard and Gabriel. They had only 12 touches total. 12 touches under mm-hmm. 50 yards. Yeah. You can't win games without um, running offense, especially mm-hmm. if, you, if your offense is stagnant like it has been. The Bears played extremely conservative. And I think the Eagles definitely lucked out on getting into the playoffs. Um, I mean, obviously, like, you know, we kind of talked about they're not moving on from Carson Wentz. They need to, though. Uh, uh, they need to, but they're not going to. He's been to. injured the past years. He came back from a torn ACL. They wouldn't have won the Super Bowl yeah. if they had him as their quarterback. They weren't going to make the Did playoffs. The, they weren't going to make the playoffs with Carson year, Wentz. Yes, last year, no. Yeah, this year they weren't going to make the but playoffs. You know, this year they wouldn't, the last year they would have won the and Super Bowl And then Nick Foles came in, took him to the playoffs, got him a victory. Speaking of teams that laid an egg Carson now, on the road. Speaking of teams that laid an egg covered ACL now, all year this year. Speaking of teams that laid an egg, and I mean, I'm generally like a Houston sports fan, but I will say the Texans did lay an egg on this one. The Colts, egg. definitely a weaker team. Um, Andrew Luckwell, is a good, he is a good quarterback. Like, I don't think the Colts are, like, I think they kind of slid in as well. But at the same time, I think, you know, the Texans, like, when you combine it with Deshaun Watson's performance... And as well, you know, with some of the defensive mishaps, like, I think the Texans did just lay an egg on this one, even though they clearly are the better team. And I think they kind of laid some eggs throughout the rest of the uh, latter half of the season. In the words of the great, uh, oh, what's his name? Who, the guy that does on Lee Corso. Lee Corso. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. I got to give him credit for that one. Andrew Luck and the Colts started off 1-5 and five to begin this season. I mean, there was no shot they were going to make the playoffs. Andrew Luck also had oh, yeah. one shoulder for those five games. Yeah, and then games. they went on a five- or six-game winning streak, lost to Jacksonville 6 nothing, and then haven't lost since then. Andrew Luck's QBR is the best it's been in his career. Like I said, season. he's a good quarterback, though. He's a great I think, quarterback. I think part of it great. is that... Houston clearly has more weapons around them than the Colts, and I think the I think the Texans had that game yep. until they just kind of started laying eggs on that, and yep. especially on defense. The Colts set the tone with the first drive, going and scoring, mm-hmm. and then it it was just downhill for there yeah, for the 14 Texans. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah fourteen nothing. Right? Yeah, twenty-one nothing. So you look at this. Deshaun Watson on the big stage was just too big for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's too big for him. I mean, he's, it's he's young. That's the first he's game young. he's lost by double digits since his sophomore year in high school. That's pretty that's amazing I mean, record right there. Don't get me wrong. Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. I think, you know, I think it's kind of like, you know, what happened with Notre Dame in the college football playoff. They just got overwhelmed. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like 
what happened there. Because the Colts have been trending upwards the last few mm-hmm. weeks, and then Houston's just been going downhill after well, yeah. that nine straight wins. I mean, yeah, Houston, I mean, they ended their season on the right foot with the uh, win over the Jags. They lost the Eagles by two. But in their last four regular season games, they were two and two. So, you know, you look at that and go, and they lost to the Colts. Mm-hmm. 21-24-21 uh, last time they played it. So, yeah, but, I mean, that's such know. a close game. Like, you think that especially, like, the Texans would be able to kind of come back on that. But, like, speaking of other Tex- of the other Texas NFL team, how about them Cowboys, man? They, Beautiful. Beautiful. The Cowboys in that game just were amazing. I, you know, honestly, Dak, man, that guy has been polarizing. Um, obviously, Zeke is great. Um, Zeke continues to be great. I think he's definitely becoming oh, one of them. 226 passing yards with one touchdown, one interception, polarizing. I, I mean, call that game it got the job, the job done. done. It got it, the job yeah. done, but at the I same time, polarizing. I mean, at the same time, he had a spectacular rookie season. They missed out on the playoffs in his second season, and then now he was in bad. his third season, he was bad. Dak, Dak got a rushing touchdown. Yeah, Dak. great. That's great to see. Yeah, you know Dak, Dak is returning to his form that he had in the first year in the NFL. You're right. And that's, Average. Yeah, but like at the same time, what? I, I think he's polarizing. Wilson on that. only went eighteen for twenty-seven, two hundred thirty-three yards in touchdown. Russell Wilson only did that. So yeah, Russell Dak Wilson. had the same game. Yeah. So neither one of them are polarizing. Dak had a better QBR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a rushing touchdown. So. Also, yeah. you know, honestly, like I think you know That's Seattle with like Tyler Lockett as well, who's been one of their consistent go-to yeah. guys on uh, wide receiver. You know, and really increased the Seattle's passing game. Um, but at the same time, like I just don't think they truly had the same ground attack that Dallas did. Oh, Zeke had 137 yards, touchdown. Oh, yeah. No, Felt Zeke, like he just dominated the game. Zeke, I mean, Zeke ate like it was an all-you-can-eat buffet, man. <laughs> like, this guy Two just foods. went for it. I mean, Zeke, I mean, like I said, he's clearly becoming one of the best RBs in the NFL. Like, I think he's, I him and Saquon, I think... Right now, I think I would take Zeke still. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I with Zeke say. setting the uh, rushing record for this season too, like for the regular season, I think I still go with Todd Gurley. You know, I mean, I, I think the, Zeke and Gurley are the top two. Yeah, yeah. At the same Zeke, time, Gurley, and then Saquon. Yeah. At the I'm, same time, I mean, they got those up there. He just didn't play this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at the same time, like Gurley, though, I mean, he's kind of more victim of a situation. While he's a great running back and he's able to put up numbers. At the same time, the Rams are a little bit more high power than the Cowboys. Cowboys have the best offensive line in all, in all of football. Yeah, but at the same what is, time, what do you the, mean there? At the same time, you know, how they does, can't. How does the, Cowboys, the Cowboys consistently. The Cowboys have consistently gone to Zeke. Okay, and also now with the addition of Amari so Cooper in the in the halfway point of the season, you know they've been starting to bring back the passing game more, which they struggled in the first half of the season. But at the same time, the Rams, and I think we saw this with the Rams Chiefs game. That was dubbed the quote unquote right. greatest NFL Todd game Gurley of all had like time. Forty rushing yards, no touchdowns against the Chiefs. Yeah, but at the same time, so how you is, know, how's that because of the situation? It's because of the situation because LA decided to pass the ball more. Think about it: when LA runs those three wide receiver sets, they're able to just kind of air it out more. That's less blockers so, for Todd Gurley. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, when you're able to get you know thirty yard, twenty thirty yards off of a pass. And you know maybe admittedly a first, fir- admittedly drive. off of a first down on Gurley, Top but at really the same time you can air they the ball out more. Gurley. And I think that's why he's a victim of his situation as the Cowboys. Todd Gurley They're sets put- up the passing game. Passing but at, game the, at Gurley. the same time, the Cowboys have shown that Zeke, what, even after the addition of Amari Cooper, is still their number one option. Amari yep. Cooper is the clear number two, and okay. then I think Dak, when he rushes, is you know good no, number the three. Cowboys tied have one for number two. Their defense. They're yeah. Number- 
But at two, the same time, the Rams have so many more options. I think that's why Gurley suffers a little yeah. bit to his situation. He doesn't suffer at all. He led the NFL in touchdowns. Speaking of another great running back, Melvin Gordon and the Chargers played the Baltimore Ravens. Kind of surprising game. I, I had the Chargers winning. But it was a surprising game for Lamar Jackson, who we thought would continue his streak. That was surprising. He was a rookie in his first playoff game. Yeah, but he's won his last four. I mean, at the same time, though, Lamar Jackson, think about it. If you had started him in the season, I mean, just bench Flacco. Because Flacco is really – the game is starting to pass him up. Well, if you had had started Lamar Jackson, I think that the Ravens would have potentially been a higher seed. And I think that the Ravens probably would not have met the Chargers in the first round. Do you think they should have brought in a Joe Flacco at – in the third quarter, when I mean, the Lamar quarter, was getting booed, the fourth quarter, no, they should I think, I think Flacco has shown throughout the regular season where there's more data that he is clearly not as good. I mean, Lamar Jackson went like what six and one in the regular season when he was in, yep. like or four and zero oh or something. Yeah, like something five like that. Something five like and that. one, but five like one. yeah, five and one. And so like I think you know. Like, I think that even with the boos, Lamar Jackson is clearly their option at quarterback, and they wanted to get him more playoff experience because I think the Ravens and John Harbaugh are trying to poise a run for next year with Lamar. Yeah, and in the game, he went 14 of 29, 194 yards, His two touchdowns, and an interception. So, I mean, it's not bad stats. It's not bad at all. It just came too late in the game. He had negative passing yards going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, like the first three quarters, he just laid a goose egg. And in the fourth quarter, we were like, where the hell did this guy come from? Outscored him (laughs) 17 to 11 in the second half. Look, keeping having Lamar start now saved John Harbaugh his job. Mm -hmm. And they've made the decision. Now, Flacco will not be back with the Ravens next year. I mean, yeah. it is Lamar's team now, which it should be. Flacco was not doing hot at all, and it saved their season. It saved Harbaugh. Harbaugh's now being pursued by other teams, but it sounds like he's going to stay with Baltimore. So, yeah. I mean, it I was mean, a Harbaugh, good decision, and you need to stay with that. Otherwise, you ruin the confidence of Lamar if you put Flacco. I mean, Harbaugh also proved that he was like, hey, I've been trying to coach this guy up and Lamar Jackson. He was like, I'm gonna, I want to stay with him so that way we can continue to do great things. And I think especially, you know, Baltimore – you know, and also they got to steal with Orlando Brown. In yeah, the third Mark round. Andrews too. Mm-hmm. And Mark Andrews, like you know, the the addition of those two guys has really uh, added another dimension to the Ravens, especially with the O line. And it just feels like it's Philip Rivers' year, doesn't it? Feels like his rear year. We talked about him. He's had a career year. He went. He yeah. Very not non pressing stats though. Twenty two, thirty two, hundred sixty yards. That's it for him. But as yeah, long as he can get the job done. I, yeah, I it might be his year. I would say he's it's one, due time. I would say in the regular season he was one of the three, four best quarterbacks. Yeah, I until think, the last few games. Yeah, until just the last few games when he laid some eggs. But I think Mahomes is clearly number one, and I think that's why he should win MVP. Um, Breeze is the number two, clearly number one. Mahomes, Mahomes threw for close. over five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns, and the last person to do that was Peyton Manning. Mahomes should win MVP, should. and I, I think he's clearly number one. Though Drew Brees put up a heck of a season. Yeah, Drew Brees put up a heck of a season, but at the same time, you I'm know, he, he's clearly number one. It's very this, disrespectful to Drew Brees. So I'm telling well, you, that. yeah, but while Drew Brees has done more in his life, Mahomes did more this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so, and, and then I think Philip Rivers. You know, if you look at the course of the season, who had a higher QBR was this probably, season, Patrick Mahomes? was probably a three. Breeze. And I'm going to do a little bit Breeze. of a hot take here. I'm going to say Baker was number four because Baker went took the Browns from 0 and 16 to 7 7 and 1. That is incredibly impressive. See, Breeze will have a better QBR because he throws five yard passes. Yeah, Pat Mahomes just chunks it downfield to Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah, like there. I mean, you can't deny that. Like some fantasy games, when you were looking at it. 
Like we have a hot take you, from Matt Marks, and you saw Mahomes just throw it down to Tyree Kill. Yeah, don't tell me you didn't like that point five additional touch fifty plus yard touchdown bonus. I'm just entering here with a quick stat. Uh, better QBR by two was Drew Brees oh. over Mahomes, but. Um, you know, Breeze was just shy of four thousand yards. Mahomes did. Mahomes had to play the Passing. Chargers and the Broncos defense twice as well. Broncos yeah. defenses. I think their glory years. It's, it's still think, up there though. Isn't I it? think uh, what Mahomes did was he proved he proved a point, which is that the NFL is going to the air raid. Yep. And I think Baker is following up on that. Both point. those quarterbacks came in at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees thirty-two touchdowns, five interceptions on the season. Mahomes fifty and twelve. So. I mean, pretty impressive stats of only five interceptions um, by Breeze. Can't throw I mean, an interception at the same when you throw time, though, You have to look at the touchdown to interception ratio, and even with that, like, you know, I still think Mahomes is better. And also, if you, I know this gets Had a lot a better of flack. season, I wouldn't say a better. If you if you look at it, Mahomes gets the advantage on the eye test, and I think Mahomes yeah, just clearly something? looks better because it's more exciting. Yeah. And I think what's, that's what's why the, it is. is. He can is throw with his left hand. He can throw no look passes. Yeah, Breeze I mean, can throw the ball three yards downfield. Yeah. Brees' advantage is that they have weapons, and when Des Bryant comes back for the Saints next year, you know, that's going to even... Back. He's had a one-year contract. Okay, well, they could always renew it. But, like, at the same time, you know, the Brees has had more weapons around him, including the running game. What are you talking Mahomes about? Tyreek did... Hill... Mahomes suffered with the loss of Kareem Hunt, and even hey, with Damian Williams coming You know yeah. who had the best game Sunday? Who's that? The kicker for the Chargers, Mike Badley. Five for six, big kick to end of the first half, set them up big to go into the halftime. And Ooh, I'm drafting so, first overall next year. Yeah, <laughs> if they can just keep that up in New England next week. So, all right, we got here's the, here are the games for next week. Saturday, we got the six seed Colts at the Kansas City Chiefs. Score prediction on that game. What are you thinking? We'll do that later in the week with our locks of the week, Matt. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, I won't jump in the gun. Yeah, you're just jumping the gun. We got to do two episodes. 31-28 Colts. And then Chiefs are favored by five and a half right now. And then later that night, the the boys, Dallas Cowboys, at the Rams. Rams are favored by seven. Then we got Sunday, Chargers at New England. New England's only a four-point favorite. And then final game, the Nick Foles-led Philadelphia Eagles at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are favored by eight. I will also say on the New England thing, you know, you have to consider Brady never has a good game, but the refs always get him in. Yep. So He's been that's why you get New what, England. 100, 100 yards a game? That's mm-hmm. all he gets now? Yeah, no. That's why you always get New England in there is because the refs are going to make sure that Tom Brady gets in for the money. Hey, hey you're going to get fine now. All right, so January 7th. What? January 7th, right? 2018. 2019. That is today, yeah. 2019. So, you know what happened on this day in history? I know what happened. So, 1927, Harlem Globetrotters, they played their first game. Yeah, Hinkley, Illinois. Illinois. They're great, man. Have you seen them in person? In person? Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. cool. They're pretty awesome. They could be any team. I was also going to say, uh, on January 7th, 1964, Nicholas Cage was born, and he immediately started to go look at Mount Rushmore for treasure. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got to love the Nick Cage movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is, he's Nick just Cage, an iconic man. treasure. Oh, he, man. Some could say he's the national treasure. <laughs> oh, bam. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was, that was spot on. Hey, in sixteen ten. I mean, we all said, "Wow, that I remember year. that year." Yeah, year. I, I remember. I think I was alive then. Okay. Well, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> Galileo discovers the Galilean moons. Whoa, that's an important discovery. That, is that was important. Yes. This one, guys. 
on January 7th of 1997. Heisman Trophy winner, future MVP, future Super Bowl MVP, Lamar Jackson was born, and he hasn't looked back since he's been shattering records. And one playoff speed. loss. He made it. All right, Next so year he's going to win it. Talk a little NBA. It's a pretty crazy NBA season right now. Nuggets are top in the Western Conference. Toronto on top of the East. Kevin Durant's crying about <laughs> Draymond Green every other game. Probably. They're the sec- third seed right now. Thunder and, uh, Thunder and Warriors flipping for the 2-3 seed as well. Thunder only half a game back, and Paul George having potentially MVP season. They don't get it. And Westbrook still averaging a triple-double. That's crazy. Just was that, three years in a row now? Yeah. Westbrook... Wow. I mean, I think Wallace's usage rate is high. I think, you know, Westbrook proves that he's one of the better point guards in the NBA. Yeah, who who would you guys say your MVP is right now? Harden's been going off, what, eight eight or nine straight games with 40-plus points. Had that great game winner against the uh, We all know who Jacob Warriors. is, so let's go ahead and pass him. Matt, who's your MVP? <laughs> wow, we're just going to just... A little Paul George. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul George for Paul Jacob? George, yeah, Paul, Paul George. George is having a great season, um, and I think... You know, like everyone talks about Harden during you know the forty point games. At the same time, I think Paul George has been the more consistent producer. Yeah, I think Paul George is definitely my top three for sure. But I've got to go Harden right now. Just what he's been doing. We'll see how long this continues. I don't also, think also Giannis. Yeah, Giannis is my second. He's my Giannis is definitely second. I don't. I don't think Harden should win it again. I think it should be either a Greek Freak or Paul George. Because what Paul George is doing is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just leading the thunder. Oh, yeah. All right, Matt, who's your MVP? Oh, it's easy. D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm on I'm on the Harden train right now, I think. I mean, there's a couple of them but, that I'm pretty high on. But, I mean, what James Harden is doing. Rookie of the year, Luka Doncic. I don't know, MVP, why not? Hey, maybe. They're in the 13th seed. Yeah, Russell I mean, there's the still a lot of season to go. Yeah, but Mavericks have been sliding a little bit. I've been frustrated, but Harden's got 33.7 points a game. There is so yeah, but at the same time, yeah, Harden's good. usage rate is also what? really high, and that's there because Houston that. doesn't have a bench, and they don't have um, Chris Paul with them or Gordon. Mm-hmm. But he, they've been, is, Harden is they did not start. They start their season pretty bad, so yeah, they, they've gotten up there. They're the, the sixth seed right now. But Harden so. is essentially doing what Russell Westbrook did in 2016 when he won MVP, when Russell Westbrook was the only option. And so while Westbrook did win MVP, Harden's not going to average triple double throughout the season, and that's I would say the chief reason why Westbrook there is won it. One clear option here for MVP, and it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Wow, did you say that without looking it up? Look at that. No, the Greek freak. The Greek freak, mm-hmm. who has led the Milwaukee Bucks from nowhere near playoff consideration before he joined them to now they're the number two seed, one game back, number one. Is seed. it that hard in the East though? With they, Toronto, Philadelphia, Boston, four years ago, absolutely. Got, with hard. with got, LeBron going to the Lakers, the East, and with the conflict that's going on with the 76ers, you can argue that the East is essentially Toronto's Toronto's world, and everyone's just as long as they it. don't choke like usual. Toronto, yeah. Boston, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Those are four good up-and-coming teams. And you have Indiana. Look, who's, look who's third Indiana. right now. Indiana. Indiana. Wow. Mm. Victor Oladipo, man. You know, I, I think he learned a lot from Russell Westbrook. It was a big loss. In the, too bad Oklahoma City couldn't use him because that's the year Kevin Durant left. So Oladipo would have been the third option, which would have been great for him, especially on that team. At the same time, He was forced to go into a key role player and take all these shots. And that just I mean, at the him. same time, though, like, I mean – you can argue that it kind of had to be done to get Paul George. Just think about it. If you like look at the uh, progression of Thunder trades, Sam Presti essentially traded Serge Ibaka and his canter for, you know, 
now uh, Paul George, Dennis Schroeder, and Dennis Schroeder. Like, he tried to end well, there's a lot that happened yeah. down the road. Yeah, the there's a lot. But eventually, from that team to this team, this is what you got. 20 years exactly. later. Well, I mean, you can't argue that, like, trading, you know, Ennis Canner and Serge Ibaka, like, I mean, I'm, like, that's, I mean, like, when you look at, Wayne like. Wade got traded for a 2024 first-round pick. That kid's 12 years old right now. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like, Sam Presti is, like, a genius, and I really think he should be GM of the year every year. The like, Thunder that guy made, is good. The Thunder made some good moves. But, Oh, last year people were giving him. People were on him because he hadn't done anything in a while, and we were losing. Didn't think he'd make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. We'd always choke. But yeah, Sam Presti is a great GM. Uh, who's your guys' top? Who do you guys think will make the conference finals in the finals? Start with you, Jacob. I think uh, in the. Uh, I think Denver uh, hasn't had the playoff success that they've needed lately in order to make a deep run, even that though they are the one seed. That's the past. Um, you know, I think, you know, even, like, recently, like, I think really what it's going to come down to, obviously the Warriors are going to be in it for the money. Because, um, I mean, the NBA, they're at least going to be in the conference finals. And then I think, honestly, You're the Thunder, like with the with, at the way that Paul George is being going, I think it's going to be a Warriors-Thunder rematch. And I think Russell Westbrook and Paul George are finally going to get revenge on the snake Kevin Durant. And <laughs> what I think is going to happen in the East as well, I think it's going to be um, a Toronto-Milwaukee final. Um, I think Boston plays it close, though. Probably takes it to seven. Um, but I think the uh, finals are probably going to be a Thunder Toronto. So both teams that usually blow it in the playoffs, you think they make it to the finals? Yeah, I think so. I think with especially the way that Paul George has been playing. And, you know, however polarizing you want to make playing, Kawhi Leonard has been doing really good for the Raptors. Um, and, you know, with the continued production of certain well, Baca and Kyle Lowry. Um, like, you know, I think Toronto, like, this year has kind of revamped a little bit and gotten a new image, and so I think new that's coach, why they can do... Is yeah, Kawhi, I think that's why they can do a little bit better on that. Is Kawhi Leonard a snake? He's a traitor. Just because Kawhi Leonard is just a traitor. Um, well, I think what he did to San Antonio was dirty. That's I, the same thing Kevin Durant did to Oklahoma Yeah, City. but people knew Kawhi yeah. was leaving. I mean, Kawhi sat out an entire season. We, they season. traded. They got DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the Oklahoma Durant. City didn't get anyone. In yeah, return. and so Kawhi Leonard, and he also like sat out. Like, While I certainly do not commend him for that at all, I think that's a really trashy move. You know, I think that's kind of what's going on there in the difference. All right, so the matchup I want to see out of the West, I want to see the one and two seed, Denver and Golden State. The only time they played this season, Denver won 198. They're playing again here in the next couple of games. Uh, I think that would be a fun matchup to watch. Denver mm-hmm. is really doing um, a really amazing job right out of the gate. And uh, one, they're five to, straight. To say something about that, Denver doesn't have their four best players. Well, they don't have Michael Porter. They don't have Isaiah Thomas. They don't have Paul Millsap. They don't have Gary Harris. They don't have Will Barton. They don't have any, have anyone, and they're still number one in the West. Will Barton went out the first game. Hasn't been back. So there. Denver is also a really good all-around team. Yep. Denver, Denver doesn't excel at one thing, but they're really good at all things, yep. and I think that's why they're the only team left in the in NBA that is perfect against their division um, opponents. Um, they're sixteen and three at home, so I like that matchup in the East. I I am still high on at the beginning of the season. I said the Boston Celtics are still going to make the finals. Now they have not looked good out of the gate. But they are picking it up. They're 24-15. They're the five seed, half game back from Philly. I think it's going to be Boston-Milwaukee in that uh, in that conference champion. And the thing about it is that 
kind of you look at both teams. Both teams, Milwaukee's 18 and four, and Boston is 14 and five at home. Uh, Milwaukee nine and seven, Boston 10 and 10 away. So both teams not good on the road, but both teams have been trending upward. Six and four in their last mm-hmm. 10 games. Celtics and Milwaukee's eight and two in their last 10. So that's what I got. I'll go with the East first. I still think Philadelphia is a couple years away, so I'm with Matt there. I think uh, the Boston Celtics are going to make the conference finals, but I think Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to win MVP and then lead the Milwaukee Bucks to the conference finals and knock off the Boston Celtics to make the finals. On the West side, you have your rivalry has been brewing for years once Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City. Even before that, whenever Golden State knocked Oklahoma City out, I think Oklahoma City and Golden State are going to play this year. And I think Kevin Durant and Draymond Green are going to cause drama. It's going to be like a junior high girls locker room. <laughs> Draymond Green might kick Steven Adams again, too. And, he's going to kick Steven Adams. Nice he's going to kick there. Kevin Durant. And it's just going to be all sorts of messed up. Russell Westbrook and Paul George are going to laugh at him. Steven Adams is going to make some sort of punny joke about him. And they're going to win. We all six games, and it's going to be Thunder Bucks. Yeah, in I've, the finals. I've still got my same With four. MVP and runner-up for MVP. Paul George as the runner-up. Giannis is a winner. I've got my same four from a few weeks ago. Denver versus the Warriors. Denver doesn't have everyone back yet, but once they do, they're still they're dangerous right now, but they're just going to be even more dangerous. We also haven't seen the Warriors with DeMarcus Cousins yet. No, that is true. And but, so that's why I'm a little bit skeptical. Yeah, so I've got Denver Warriors, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors don't make the conference finals. And then east side, Toronto-Boston still. Boston still has so much potential. And then hopefully Toronto just doesn't blow it like usual. New coach, got Kawhi Leonard. But, yeah, I think Toronto would win that series. But we'll see. I think Denver's a really, really hot team. They're really good. So we'll go to our final segment. Who would you share a burger and brat with? Matt, who would you share? All right, well, today I am uh, giving a salute to uh, captain of the Mets, New York Mets. He retired today, David Wright. 14-year career is done. Uh, he had a 296 batting average, 242 home runs, 970 RBIs. He had a lot of injuries um, in this decade, but a seven-time All-Star, two gold gloves. Uh, he is now joining the front office as a special advisor to their uh, general manager, so I give him a salute. I'd have a burger with him. Uh, he is a, uh, a good good guy, one of the good guys for um, MLB, and a uh, big loss. As a player for the Mets, I mean, not in this last couple of years, he hasn't done anything, but um, but great that he's staying on with the Mets because he will be a big voice for their club. Can't believe it's been 14 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I would love to share a bro with Kyler Murray. Ask him to go back for one more year and lead these Sooners to the national title. Buy him a brat. Convince I'll buy him a brat him, and him. a burger. <laughs> convince him to come back. I'll give him a $5 million burger. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll all uh, I need, right? <laughs> I'll share uh, some burgers and brats with uh, Justin Verlander, star pitcher for the Astros, his wife Kate Upton, and their new daughter Genevieve, because that happened recently, and I would like to congratulate them on that. What don't we all want Kate Upton, man? Wow. Lucky guy, Justin Verlander, winning the World Series and then going home to Kate Upton. Wow. Bro. So, some of us got girls better than Kate Upton. This, some of us. This is pretty obvious. Nick Foles, my, who I would share a burger and brat with. So the Eagles were six and seven with Carson Wentz, and then Nick Foles took over week fifteen, lead them to win over the Rams, Houston, and then Washington to make the playoffs. Have a chance to win a game, maybe go to Chicago win. We didn't think it would happen. Chicago out. Yeah, they won. He took them to Chicago and won. And then so so last year came in playoffs, took the Super Bowl, beat Tom Brady. So he's got a QB rating of ninety six. 
in the games he's played. I think I think Nick Foles will keep it up. He they've got a real shot with Nick Foles. So Tom Brady, Nick Foles has a sequel for you, and it's called Retirement. So Nick Foles beats him again. Tom Brady just needs to retire. Dilly dilly to Nick Foles. <laughs> dilly, <All right>. dilly. <laughs> dilly dilly. Dilly <laughs> dilly. All right, that'll wrap it up for Burgers and Brats. Thank you guys for coming out. Did you guys enjoy? Oh, yeah. It was pleasant. It was great. Yeah, it was great. All right. We'll be back later in the week. Talk more sports and pop culture. See you,